0: Just like a morning coffee, everything's better when you get the blend just right. At Griffith College, you can balance your current commitments and your studies with Griffith's flexible blended learning option, combining online classes and in-class lectures. We offer blended online degrees in business, accountancy, law and design. A flexible way of learning that's just right for you at Griffith College. Dublin, Cork, Limerick. Find out more at griffith.ie. Back to school is as easy as one, two, three, go. With SuperValue
1: online shopping, save over sixty-five euro on your weekly family shop by shopping our own brand low prices range, over two thousand weekly special offers, and using your weekly money off vouchers. It's that easy. Shop online today at SuperValue.ie and click and collect from your local store at a time that suits you. SuperValue makes saving money as easy as
2: one, two, three, I like that. The Chevrolet program starring Jack Benny with Frank Black and his orchestra. Frank Black opens the program with Roll Up the Carpet. my friends, I directed your attention to that big, striking Chevrolet poster now on all the billboards. Every minute, someone buys a Chevrolet. Ladies and gentlemen, that statement is incorrect. Tonight, I take pleasure in informing you that since the Chevrolet poster was prepared, Chevrolet sales have shown such an increase that instead of every minute someone buys a Chevrolet, it should be every 40 seconds someone buys a Chevrolet. Now that, mind you, is every 40 seconds, night and day. And here are the figures to back it up. During the month of May, Chevrolet dealers reported the sale of over 65,700 cars and trucks. That's 17,500 better than May 1932. 11,800 better than April of this year. Naturally, Chevrolet is grateful to the American public for making such a record possible. A record which exceeds by 1,000 cars a day the May production of any builder of automobiles. And everybody knows why. Chevrolet is the only car giving Fisher bodies, no draft ventilation, fine performance, proved dependability, and unexcelled economy at prices as low as $445 FOB Flint. That's why, today, more than ever before, Chevrolet is the world's largest builder of automobiles. <laughs> And now, Jack Benny. Hello again. This is Jack Benny, the Earth Galliper, coming to you with all the late news events. And tonight, we have a big surprise for you, where I going to give you a full description of the Smelling Bear fight which was not broadcast last night. We have here our old film of the famous fight held at the Yankee Stadium, where the New York Yankees play baseball while at home. Run the film, Hank. The, um, if the preliminaries are over, and Smelling and Bear are now in the center of the ring taking their instructions. What a crowd, folks. 60,000 people and only 30 vacant seats. Primo Tarniera walks in and the 30 seats are filled. Tarniera sits down and 2,000 people behind him get up and go home. Ah, what a crowd. Here goes the bell for the first round. Smelling and Bear walk to the center of the ring. Bear looks confident and Smelling looks German. They are fiddling around for a minute and there they go. (laughs) Bear starts off with a hard right to Smelling's jaw, and bear counters with a hard right to Smelling's jaw. Ah, uh, what's this? Smelling sends a hard pin to Bear's right. Uh-uh. Ah, uh, Bear swings a wild right to Smelling's jaw, and Bear comes back with a wild, wild right to Smelling's jaw. <laughs> smelling jaw seems surprised as it didn't even know that Bear was in town. They are both mixing in the center of the ring as the round ends. Okay. Smellings round and Howard Craney. The Chevrolet motor car is the finest. Round two. Those men step to the center of the ring and exchange blow. What a crowd at the Yankee Stadium. Sharky is here sitting right over second base. Gene Tunney is also here sitting over first base. Bear sends a long left to Smelling, sending Sharky to third and Tunney to second. <laughs> None out and Bear still at bat. What a game. Hey! In the outfield, we see Lefty Grove warming, warming up for Germany and Smelling still catching. As the bell rings, Ruth and Gehrig are seen walking through the dugout. And Howard Clayton. The Chevrolet Motor Tower is the most economical car in the world. Howard three. At the start of this round, Bear makes a mad rush at smelling. The smelling tosses a right to his nose, and Bear starts singing California, Here I Come. He sees Jimmy Melton become self-conscious and lands a right to smelling temple. What a blow. Watch out, Bear. Four feet lower would have been a foul. Bear takes command again. He's much bigger than Moxie. What a mountain Bear is. Bear Mountain. Get it, folks? Yeah. Ah, that was good. Uh, Smelling leads a right. What's that? What's that? Another another fight breaks out of the ringside. Another fight. Who, who is it? They tell me it's between a taxi driver and a tailor. Well, folks, now we have a doubleheader at the good old Yankee Stadium. The tailor lands a right to the taxi driver's jaw. Smelling blocks it and crosses the left to the bear's chin. Bear sends a wicked right to the tailor, and the tailor sends a wicked note to his lawyer for a triple play. Lawyer to Smelling to Bear. Well, uh-huh. what's this? Bear sends a dozen assorted rights to Smelling's jaw while we weren't looking. He sends another right to his head, a right to the heart, and a right to the liver. As there are no more places for Bear's right, he rings the bell, ending the third round. Now, the next six rounds were nip and tuck. Bear nipped and Smelling tucked. And as there was nothing outstanding in these six rounds, I'll tell you a story. Once upon a time, there were three little bears. Mama Bear, Papa Bear, and Maxie Bear. <laughs> they all lived in the woods. So one day Poppy Bear said to Maxie Bear, Round ten. Bear opens this round with a right to smelling beer and a left to the jaw. Smelling counters with a nasty look. Bear resents this and starts falling. The referee warns Bear, Bear warns Smelling. Smelling warns Sharky, and Sharky leaves the stadium. Bear is now mad and sends another right to Smelling's jaw and a left to the head. They are now missing it. Right, left, right, left, right, left. Company, halt. Oh. What a parade. Bear looks at his watch, remembers he has a date, and there he goes, forcing Smelling to the rope. Ah, what a chance for a cigar program. He sends two rights and a left to Smelling's head, and Smelling goes down for the count of nine. One, two, three... Oh, small oh. nice and handsome, Why don't you get him. <laughs> Six, seven, eight. Are you hurt, Smelling? Nine. He gets up at the count of nine, but it's too weak to carry on, and the referee steps in and announces Max Hair the winner, which is a surprise to everyone. <laughs> Now Frank Black who bet on smelling will try and play somebody stole Gabriel Horn play Frank <laughs> For the benefit of our new listeners, let me give you a brief synopsis of what happened. Mr. X was found dead in his penthouse, and was discovered hanging in midair from a chandelier dangling from a long rope. Mary, did you find out where the rope came from? Yes, Jack. The kind of garb was two likely. <laughs> oh, well, disregard that, huh? Uh, now, dim your lights, folks. Get ready for thrills, romance, adventure, and the boogeyman. <laughs> Not yet, Frank, Besides, I'm not feeling anything. It's a mystery. Hey, Mr. Denny, when do we have to sustain? One mystery at a time, please. Uh-huh. Remember, folks, last week we took the tapes in the hands of Sherlock Holmes. But nothing happened. And if you take Sherlock in advance, we'll have to give him another chance. And those of you who have given several attacks you the admit there is no mystery attached to it. As a hawk-saw folks, folks. has always on the trail of a bluff. they have to pardon me while I put on my makeup. Now, I'm Sherlock Holmes, you know. And now, I'll have to turn to for this team, James Nelson. Our sweet mystery of life. It has nothing to do with our mystery, so (laughs) keep this.
0: at for oh, it is love and love room, the world is seeking, and it is love and love room that can remain, It's the answer, it is the end, and all of this. For if it's love alone, that truth
2: take you again to the study of Sherlock Holmes, who is working out some new tools and hopes for a speedy arrest of the murderer of Mr. X. The home of Sherlock Holmes. The of June. The murder is still unsolved. That seems to be the trouble, sir. I never saw your act like this before. A very mysterious case. Very mysterious, Watson. Mm-hmm. Very mysterious. Watson, I must think. Bring me my piano. The finance company took me the raise this morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then give me my violin. Ah, no use. no use, Watson. I will never learn to shuffle off the buffalo. Then why don't you try Rochester, Albany? Albany, fine. How does it go? Albany. Why not take Albany? Watson. Watson, an idea, an idea just struck me. An idea just struck me. You couldn't loan me $10, could you? Well, you're wonderful. How did you get it? I fell it. Is anybody here, is there anybody here to see me today? Yes, three fellows. What's their name? Sir Arthur Cohen and Doyle. Very good, Watson. You better let me get a laugh, or you won't be on the program next week. No. That's hell, That's hell miserable, fellas. Hello. Hello. This is Owens in Boston, in Calgary. You want to speak to Mr. Owens? Wait, I'll connect you with the bathtub. I'm not taking a bath, Mary. Well, you should be. Here, it's for you. Who is it? Mr. X. He wants to know how you're doing with his case. Give me that phone. Mr. Yes. Yes, we'll find the man who murdered you. Just keep your shirt on. Mr. Yes, yes, you'll get a report. What's the address? Hmm. Mm, all right. Goodbye. Put Go down the address, Mary. Box 32, Evergreen Cemetery. <laughs> see, he lives right next door to my great grandfather. Uh-huh. Mary, see who it is. Be on your toesbox, uh, Who do you wish to see, sir? Mr. Holmes. I've got some news, sir. Let him in. Well, young man, what can I do to you? I have a clue to the murder of Mr. X. You have a clue, eh? Who are you? I'm a stool pigeon. Oh, a school pigeon, eh? Sit down. Mary, get him a stool. Here you are. Give a
1: minute, Mr. Cooper.
2: Mary, lock the door. Close the window and pull down the blinds. Mm. Mm. Now tell me, who do you think killed Mr. X? Well, give me $5 and that's all I know. Mm, for $5, eh? Mary, have you... Certainly not. Uh, ...Botson? No. Mm-hmm. How, uh, how much do you want to sell all? $5. Here's 50 cents. Just give me a rough idea. Well, you're a new customer. I'll take it. Now, what's your clue to the murder of Mr. X? Well, I saw a fellow flying over the penthouse less than a week ago. He looked very suspicious. He was flying over 200 miles an hour, and he couldn't stop until he got to Oslo, Norway. Oslo, Norway. Mm-hmm. Yes, and when he turned around and saw me looking, he left quickly for Moscow. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Go on. Go and on. as soon as I got to Moscow, he left for barrier. How did you keep up with them? Shh. Don't tell anybody. A Chevrolet. Nothing. A Chevrolet. Mary. A Chevrolet. It was a Chevrolet, folks. The most dependable car in the low-priced seat. And now, Mr. Fisher, your face looks very familiar. What did you do before you became a suit Ah, yes. I thought so. I thought so. Now, tell me one more thing. Did you get the name of this aviators? Yes. His name is Jimmy Matter. No oh, matter, Nate. Eh? Boston, put down that salami. Get me my aeroplane. There's no time to lose. We'll follow him to the ends of the world. But Mister I how did you figure he could have killed Mister Edge by flying over the penthouse? Well, I'll tell you, Boston. All those aviators carry sandwiches. Now he may have had a three-decker sandwich and dropped it, and that would kill anybody. Perlet, I'm there. Boston, you're smelling. Get the aeroplane. <laughs> Here you are, Sir All we got is a tri-motor plane. What's a tri-motor plane,
1: Jack?
2: A plane with four motors. Boston, spin the propeller. Ah, oh, Boston, you've got her in great shape. What was that? The left wing fell off. Do we need it? Yes, I'll have to fix it. I've got a safety film. <laughs> Not yet, that's in the next scene. I'm only reversing. No, come on, come on, let's go. Get in, Watson. Are you coming along, Mary? Are we going up in the air? Yes. Oh wait, till I get my airglider. Never mind, Ed. Get in. All right, all right, get ready. Be careful, Mary. Be careful. How you get... you on the trail of the murderer of Mr. X. How fast are we going, Martin? 600 miles an hour. 600 miles, and I'm only in seconds. You're certainly going fast. What country is this, representing? England. What country? You're too late. France. Look, Sherlock, somebody left a sack on the ground. At nothing at the Eiffel Tower. Sherlock, you're a telepath. Hallelujah, you're a boss. Stop it. Stop it. I'm afraid we're running out of gas. Don't worry. I just put a quarter in the meter. Good work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, look. Look, we're crossing the Russian border. So quick. Remember, this is a half-hour program. Look, look up. Look, there's another airplane. You're right, fella. Maybe that's the man we want. Get closer. Hello. Hello there. I'll see you, folks. Black, <laughs>
1: right,
2: right. What are you doing? I need two more men for my orchestra. <laughs> Hello, Frank. See you when we get back. <laughs> Are you all right, Mary? Back there? Yes, Shirley. See, this is certainly a wonderful night for flying. Look how bright the moon is. Hello, round and shiny. Let us come down sometime. Shirley! Shirley! There's another plane ahead of us. What plane? That went straight in front of us. That's a mosquito on your nose. Oh, I was wondering why it bit me. Watson, put down that cloud. What are you doing with that cloud in your hand? in the silver lining. isn't that another plane ahead of us? He's right, fella. Yes, sir. Do you see it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That might be our man, Jimmy Matters. Now pull up alongside him. Are you Jimmy Matter? No, I'm Jimmy Melvin. Well, that's fair enough. Did you kill Mr. Epps? No, you asked me that last week. Pardon me. Fox <laughs> is getting off his body now. Yes, sir, let's be careful. I'm afraid, I'm afraid to go further. I think can get a turn back.
1: Don't bother. it's foggy on this side, too. Yes,
2: A storm coming up, and the fog is getting worse. You're right. You're right, Boston. I can't see five feet ahead of me. Who killed Mr. Uh, Never mind that. I've got my (laughs) own drop. Oh, what was that? The other thing dropped off. You see, (laughs) folks, this couldn't happen in the Chevrolet as it is safe, dependable, and does everything but fly. We're in terrible danger. Boston, Boston, I can't control the stick. Oh, there goes the propeller. How are we on gas? The tank is dry. Well, good night, folks. The next week, ladies and gentlemen, we will continue our mystery. Who killed Mr. X? And what happened to Holmes, Watson, and Mary. And smelling. Slide Watson. Play yes. Frank.
1: many birdies, singing melodies, there are just as many that, that you still high. Sweetheart, love will always keep
2: exposition. Ladies and gentlemen, it's off to a grand and glorious start. Everybody's excited about it, talking about it, planning and figuring how and when to go. And nearly every person who's been to Chicago comes back with the same enthusiastic story. Chevrolet has stolen the whole show. That perfectly amazing world fair factory of Chevrolets in which cars are built right before your eyes is a fascinating sight. It's the highest of all the high spots in three miles and a half of thrills. Now, here's a tip, my friends, on how to get to the World's Fair, the easiest way, the coolest way, and by far the cheapest way. Drive in a Chevrolet, America's most economical car. You can travel all day long, and based on average gasoline cost throughout the country, four people in a Chevrolet can cover over 200 miles for less than 40 cents a piece. Yes, you'll not only have a cooler, more restful, more enjoyable trip in a Chevrolet, but you'll have more money left to spend at the fair when you get there. On to Chicago, America. On to the world's fair, the most economical way. In that big, thrifty, dependable six, Chevrolet. That was Mary singing, It's Great to be Alive. And don't forget to listen in next Friday, ladies and gentlemen, and follow our thrilling mystery, Who Killed Mr. X. Come on, Mary, I'll take you home now.
1: I'm sorry, Jack, I have a date tonight.
2: With whom? Uh, eh, 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 eh. Oh, yeah, well, he'll find out. Eh, eh, eh. Good night, folks.
1: Come on, Shadow. <laughs>
2: In the Park is from the Gold Diggers of 1933, and It's Great to Be Alive is from Strike Me Pink. It is the National Broadcasting Company. W-E-I-S,
1: New York.